Hello and welcome to another episode of the Punt Return Podcast, week 10. Can you believe we're at week 10 already in the NFL season? It's gone so fast. It's crazy. Uh, third straight week where we've only got two of the three uh, of the uh, the usual trio. Sad. No D3 this week. Uh, he is still we call him 3D. What, D3? D3, 3D, whatever, man. Different nickname every week. If you have a nickname for Daryl, just tweet us at Wooten Why. Um, but yeah, so he's still in Europe. He'll be back next week, so uh, the status quo will be back to normal. Is it a vacation or is it business? Uh, I always love those cards you have to fill out when you're uh, leaving. It's like business or pleasure or leisure or whatever it yeah. is. You're like, oh, I did a little bit of haggling on business. <laughs> God, nice. No, anyway. But uh, we said last week it was the official halfway point of the season. But I think technically it is this week because now every team has officially played at least half their games yeah. for the season. So we are at the halfway point of the season. And uh, Robert Mays wrote on the Ringer uh, this week that 2018 has been the league's offensive boom. Um, and if you believe that, then week nine was its culmination of that. Teams like the Saints, Chiefs, Panthers, and Falcons all showed up in their respective games and proved that defenses just aren't a match for modern explosive offenses. And I think a part of that reason is a lot of those favorites covered and covered big and apparently Vegas had their worst weekend of the season. So oh, poor Vegas. Of, yeah. Those poor uh, however battlers. Will, however will they <laughs> the, survive. Those poor desert gods. Um, yeah. They make it back within like one hour when all the guys yeah. come in and go, I'm going to put it all in red. Uh, yeah. no, I'll put it all in red and yeah. see if we can see get this we back. Go there. Uh, before we move on to our week nine results, because although it was a... Actually, it wasn't a very great result for us either. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, any major surprises so far this season? And we will get to a lot of our week... Uh, mid-season uh, thoughts uh, in our other podcast, so check that out. Check it out. We just uh, review the season. Uh, we've just been doing a few of those every now and then. To yeah. Well, we were going to do it last week, and then Josh raised a good point that not everyone's played half their games, yep. so yep. that's why. That was the way. reason why. That's definitely the reason <laughs> Not why. your unavailability at all. Not unavailability, <laughs> not, um, yeah, no scheduling issues. Anyway, so a little sneak peek into that preview. Any major surprises so far from this season? Just one. Anything, what's glaringly out there for you uh, I, you know what like just all right this is going to sound stupid but i'm all for it despite us thinking that the rams were going to be good they have been much better than i like i yeah. even anticipated no, they regre- were, no regression whatsoever because you nah. could always see a little bit of regression yeah or not. or like some dream team fall off that mm. kind of thing for, but they're legit for me it's pat mahomes like i always thought he was going to be good i never thought he was going to be bad you, yeah. you could see it all i just didn't expect him to be the you know, the, one of the two MVP candidates at this point. I thought the Chiefs would start slow. They had a really tough schedule out of the gate. I thought they would kind of claw their way back and have a strong back end of the season and kind of sneak into the playoffs maybe as a wild card, not be the number one seed and just be putting up all sorts of crazy I numbers. Still, I feel like they're Philly last year, mm. just with like a worse defense. Yeah, or oh, much worse defense. Yeah, but I mean, but yeah, like, yeah. don't you think? They have like they have the young quarterback that was like, you know, he could be great. And then he truly is great. He yeah. truly is great. Um, and yeah, the coaching's been great. Like I think Andy Reid's taken it to a next level. I feel like Doug Peterson winning a Super Bowl before him kind of crazy. Yeah, <laughs> pushed him to the edge a little bit. And they're kind of getting all the luck as well. Like they've won nine straight coin tosses for, for crying out loud. Really? Like, yeah. Like, like, that's that's insane, mad actually. Insane. But they get a lot of good calls. There's been some dodgy pass interference calls that, that no, have gone their way a, as that's well. That's a whole other call out this season. There's been some real dog yeah. Mm, yeah. calls. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, yep. a lot of games have been decided on yep. some bad calls. All right, so now we're going to go through for the next hour, labeling every bad call this season. Okay, no. worst, week five. <laughs> okay. You figure right, it out. Let's talk uh, week nine results. Lock of the week, no good again. Uh, we, for the second straight week, we can't even blame you either. Um, Suck it. What was the lock of the week? It was Oakland plus three and a half, which is still great value because the, the market completely flipped and you had guys, insane value. Guys. We were off by 30 points. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I know. And Nick Mullins looked like crying out loud, looked like Tom Brady. Oh, out by there. the way, you know how there's always overreactions? Nick Mullins. Always yeah. overreactions. Yep. It's like, what did the 49ers do with Garoppolo? And you're like, uh, yeah, I love, oh I love my that. God. I love, that one. I love that one. But seriously, Nick Mullins looked like an absolute start out there. I hope they um, get something for him. I hope he plays really well for the next couple of games. Yeah. Has have like this whole. Uh, Brady Garoppolo conundrum, the same thing that the that'd be, that'd that, that, you know, that whole storyline. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so you know, no good. Uh, so now we're three and four, no, not three and four. It's four and five on the season uh, for lock of the week. So not great. A few of them we have said take with a grain. Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, so uh, not not that bad. Uh, Daryl on the model, probably the worst week of the season for the model. Um, the model went 0-3 on Orange Smiley last week. If you don't know what that is, check out Stats Insider and, and check out. Uh, their rating system, orange kind of means a, a lukewarm play, and then green is chips in. Um, they went one-on-one on the green smileys. There wasn't a whole lot of value from the model last week. Uh, Daryl had Minnesota minus four and a half um, as, a, as a play, and that, that was the uh, Stats Insider's daily edge for the NFL that they put out there on video and on content as well. Uh, but then they were zero for two on uh, Cleveland plus eight and a half and under 56 and a half in the Rams Saints game, which went easily, easily over. College football, they were 17 and 11 overall, 16 and 10 on orange, one on one on green smiley. So a lot better on college football. Wood, I think you had your worst week. You were one and four on your picks. Don't even talk to me about it. But the lone win was probably worth triple because you went against me and Daryl and the Chiefs covered easily. To be honest, I really thought we'd, like, when I heard, when I didn't, when I found out we didn't have lock of the week, I was like, I was like, I really thought we all would have went Kansas City, but I, you all went against yeah, me. I was, and I was I like, thought, I, I thought, was absolutely yeah, shocked. I thought no Hugh Jackson, the Browns would come out and be a little bit frisky. And they were, they were at halftime, they're only down a little bit, but yeah, it just went away. By the way, I'd like to see what my record will be. Like, if, if, if I go horribly this week, yep. I want to still see what my picks would be at halftime, because I feel like a lot of my picks, not this, not this last week in yep. particular, but throughout the season, I've looked and my, the team that I'll pick to win the game by against the spread yep. is smashing at halftime. Yep. And they get beaten or they get covered or whatever. It's the backdoor cover, man. No, I know. I yeah. would love to see what my Some would is. say the NFL is a game of two halves. Hmm. All but, four know, quarters. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, so Oakland plus three, no good. Uh, Lions plus five and a half, no good. Seattle minus one and a half. We were close. I was also on that as well. Um, and the Rams plus two and a half. I mean, things could have been very different for the Rams if Johnny Hecker got given the first down like he rightfully should have early in that game. But uh, early... well, there hasn't been that many bad calls this season. Yeah. <laughs> um, I kind of had a winning week, but it was the tiniest margin. Um, I had nine plays last week I, I liked, uh, but a lot of them were the smaller leans, so my actual bigger plays weren't weren't the best. So, uh, so overall, overall I'm pretty, negative? Pr- pretty much a down week. Um, but yeah, I liked Atlanta plus two. I liked over 50 in the Kansas City Cleveland game, I liked Carolina, minus six and a half. And I agreed with Daryl on Minnesota, minus four and a half. Denver Moneyline really let me down. Um, Vance Jofus, Joseph settling for Jofus. a... Jofus. Joseph, should call him should be. Should be sacked. Um, but settling for a 51-yard field goal, for crying out loud, please. 
Anyway, enough of our excuses from week nine. Let's get into week 10, but first. Looking for a bit of a leg up on the punt this weekend? Or you love your NFL, but you're not sure what the value is? Get a sneak peek with Stats Insider's free subscriptions with featured games each day to give you the boost over the bookmakers. Head to statsinsider.com.au and start your free trial today. Always gamble responsibly. Week 10, Baltimore, Houston, Minnesota, and Denver have the bye. Thursday night football, probably the game of the week, I think. Carolina at Pittsburgh, both teams on a winning streak. Pittsburgh have won four straight, Carolina three straight. Pittsburgh are three and a half point favorites. The total is 51 and a half or 52 at some places. Woot, any thoughts on this game? Do you have a play? Don't have a play. I like I like the Steelers in regards to the fact that they're playing well this season. Yep. Well-ish. Especially lately. Lately. But... They're under the radar. It doesn't seem like people are talking about them. There's storylines elsewhere. The, the yep. storyline all about Pittsburgh is Le'Veon. Yep. So I like where they are in regards to that. Three and a half, I don't like that. And I don't like... I, I can't... I still can't get a read of Carolina because yep. you'd think they should have been able to put up points against Philly the other week and they only did it in the last quarter. So yep. it, at one point, it looked like, hey, it's going to be a shut, like nearly a shutout. Shut, yep. And then they came back and won. Yeah, and then the last two weeks have been really good on offense. Yeah, so but obviously not against as quality defenses as you know Tampa Bay and, and Philly and Carol and Pittsburgh's defense. While it's not elite, uh, it's it's still up there. We did it's think it was going to be play. better yep. to start the season. We did think it was going to be not a bad defense. Yeah, I think they haven't been too bad. I'm just checking them on DVOA right now. 21st ranked defense on DVOA, but uh, Aaron Schatz, the guy of Football Outsiders that does the DVOA, mentioned that. A lot of defenses from like six to twenty-six are really condensed in terms of their defensing ranking is very, very similar. There's only kind of really three bad defenses, which is uh, sort of uh, Oakland, Detroit, and Atlanta, and then there's only a couple of elite defenses in, in Chicago. Oakland, and Baltimore. Detroit, and Atlanta is that what you said? Yeah, the, the three worst defenses in DVOA. So interesting. Yeah, so that's I'm kind of surprised about Detroit. Oh, sorry, t- Tampa Bay. Sorry, Detroit. Are, Detroit are fourth. Sorry, Atlanta, <laughs> Oakland, and Tampa Bay. Sorry, Detroit, Detroit no, fourth? No, fourth worst. Okay. <laughs> but there's a bit of a jump between... I was like, how yeah. did you get the confused? Sorry, no, no, there's a bit of a jump between... The there's a bit of a jump between Atlanta and then Detroit, but yes, okay, so cool. they're still the fourth worst. Um, so yeah, that's worth noting. Um, I, I just like the over, I think. I think both these teams are a lot better on offense than defense. Both teams are ranked better in DVOA offense than DVOA defense. Both can put up points. We've seen it. Um, Cam Newton's been electric the last couple of weeks in career-best form, I think. And Ben Roethlisberger and James Conner is actually career best form, massive. It's it's a huge call, but I think throwing the ball, he's been much much better. Um, his completion percentage is up massively. A lot of it is screens. A lot of it is, but North Turner is dialing it up. They're playing a lot more in the pistol as well, so I like that. But um, I think sorry, James, sorry. James Conner last. I, I want to ask you this though. Yeah. So you're saying that he's playing better as a quarterback because he's throwing screens and improving Not his screens. I, his completion percentage is up, where it's normally hovered at like. 57 to 58. It's up massively at 66.4%. And his yards per attempt is a little bit less. Like, it's one and a half yards less per attempt than his MVP season. So, yeah, maybe not career best form, but it's close to it. I don't think it's... I feel like people aren't talking about his play enough. I'm not arguing... He's no. my fantasy quarterback. Yeah, he's playing. He's, he's playing that, well. He's running the ball well. He's having too. a good. Having so a good I year. like over fifty-one and a half here. I feel like, or over fifty-one. I got earlier in the week, but yeah, fifty-one and a half. I still think is a play. I feel like there'll be plenty of points here in this game on Thursday Night Football. Plus, I think six of the nine games this season in Thursday Night Football have been over. 
Uh, Daryl and the Stats Insider model have under 51.5 as a small lean. Um, not quite a play yet, but a 3% edge. I think anything 4%, 5% becomes an orange play. So uh, one to keep an eye out on Friday morning if you have a Stats Insider account. If you don't, sign up and check it out before kickoff. Uh, and there's plenty of NBA and college football on tomorrow as well. All right, Buffalo at New York. Uh, the Jets minus six. The total is 37. Two really bad offenses. Sam Darnold popped up on the injury report today, so that's mm. something to monitor. Um, and the line was actually seven and a half, and it's moved to six now uh, today. I've got nothing on this. I don't want to watch it. I don't want to bet on it. I don't care for this game. I mean, it does scream crap. Yeah. <laughs> I... Th- I, I yeah. I'm, I'm out. 37 total is all you need to know about that game. Um, so Daryl... 37 seems low, but when it yeah, does seem low... Exactly. We've talked about this in previous episodes. But uh, Buffalo, you know, despite being absolutely god-awful and the worst DBO offense through ten weeks, uh, through nine weeks of the NFL season of all time, have been still quite stingy on defense. So that's something to monitor. Uh, but Daryl likes Buffalo. Plus six and a half is an orange play here at five, plus five percent. Um, plus seven or plus seven and a half would be a green play for Buffalo. So uh, Buffalo plus six and a half is a play for uh, Daryl and the Stats Insider model. You can have it. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Um, Atlanta minus four and a half at Cleveland. Atlanta have won a, a few in a row here after a disastrous start to the season. Starting um, to come around. This, yeah, they uh, are. Uh, total is 50 and a half. Matt Ryan playing sensationally right now. Um, I don't have a play on this game at all. Um, Cleveland have... I feel like Cleveland are going to be better again. Um, I know they didn't cover last week, but there were signs. Duke Johnson got a lot more involved. I, f- I feel like the offense was a bit more balanced last week. Uh, Daryl and the Stats Insider model have Cleveland plus four as a green play, plus 9% edge. That's pretty big. And then the Cleveland money line is also an orange play with a plus 5% edge as well. So Cleveland, as the home dogs here, is something that the model really likes. Mm, no, nothing. For you? <laughs> nothing. Uh, if anything, I I'd lean towards uh, Atlanta, but I don't like it. Yeah, uh, Cleveland a little bit banged up on defense. Denzel Ward, Demarius Randall are going to be out for the secondary, which bodes well for Matt Ryan and his passing offense. As Julio Jones finally found the end zone after breaking that ninety-something catch streak of not having a touchdown, which is just crazy. Atlanta also zero and eight against against the spread in their last eight games against the AFC. Okay, something to note. Uh, New Orleans minus five at Cincinnati. Uh, the total is 54. Uh, this is a man versus machine play here because Daryl like Cincinnati plus five and a what half. What are we against the machine this year? I think the machine has us um, slightly, machine. but we won the last couple. But early on in the season, it got us good. Uh, but, we, we, you know, a bit of regression back here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, man versus machine play. Cincinnati plus five and a half, a green play, and one of the model's biggest plays here at 11%. An 11% edge. Yeah, so the machine really likes it. Nah. Machine's got it going on for the Bengals this week. Uh, Cincy Moneyline is the also... Machine is hot for the Bengals. Yes, love machine right here. What an what a establishment. Remember that? Up, the, up in the cross. No, no. Uh, Cincinnati Moneyline, also an orange played 5% edge Don't as well. Don't know what he's well, talking about, so. Mum. <laughs> okay. Sharon. <laughs> Sharon. Sharon. Well, sorry, I just finished Daredevil and the... the character's name and that is Karen. Uh, but yeah, anyway, like uh, so we said man versus machine. Obviously, if Cincinnati is the model and Daryl's play here, you and I are on New Orleans minus five. Why are, we, why are, you, on, why are you on New Orleans? And I'll, uh, I'll chip in. Well, I really don't like going against Cincinnati as a home dog. <clears throat> I don't like that yep. at all. But 
New Orleans, like this is kind of a prove it moment. This is kind of like, uh, hey, look, we just beat the Rams. Yeah. That wasn't a one-off. We're legit Super Bowl contenders now. I'm Drew Brees. I want to win MVP. It's a trap game. It reeks trap games. So to buck the trend, like we've seen, we've seen Saints play really well and beat contenders, and then kind of fall apart yeah. in previous years. Like, I, it's not going to surprise me if they lose. Like, I, it genuinely yeah. won't surprise me. But I don't think this is the spot. I do think they come out. I do think they come out firing. Yeah. And I, they're a well-rounded team right now, yeah. and they might have Des. Exactly. I don't know what I don't know if Des is a positive or not. Des isn't going to start. Yeah. Des isn't going to play many snaps. But who knows? Uh, Cincinnati offer buy, so that bodes well for their favor. But they'll have no AJ Green. And the reason I like this play is uh, Andy Dalton averages half a touchdown less a game without AJ Green. So that pretty much equates to you know four and a half points, three and a half points. So um, I I like I like the Saints here. I don't know how the Bengals are going to move the, the ball around. Tyler Boyd's going to have to play. A massive game, but behind him, there's just absolutely no name weapons. And then Mixon, he's been great, but on the ground, uh, the Saints actually ranked first in the NFL in rushing defense. By the so, way, so early on, we were like, oh, God, we thought this defense was actually going to be pretty good lately. Yeah. They've been good. They've been decent. And the, the Bengals have actually been bad on pass defense. They've allowed 13.2 yards per completion over the last three weeks, which is 31st in the NFL. So, sad. Not good. Um, all right. So, we like New Orleans minus five. Um, you, you could have got minus four so and a half some places, your, but it's... you can take your machine, love. Yep. And... <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. This is a you, great, this is a great man versus machine moment, because 11% is a massive... This is like the pinnacle of man versus machine here in week 10, so a little bit of an excitement you know what, now, now, I just wish Daryl was here for the bands, but... I just I really want to load up right now. <laughs> that sounded... <laughs> that sounded terrible. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Washington at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay are three-point favorites at home. 51.5 is the total. The model and Daryl have absolutely nothing on this game. Um, I would kind of lean towards the over. Um, and I also would kind of lean towards Washington if it becomes plus 3.5, but it feels like it's going to be pretty steady at 3 with Tampa Bay. I feel like the Washington money is probably going to come later in the week and it'll move to 2.5. Um, but Washington are going to be without three of their starting five offensive linemen with uh, Brandon Scherf and, and Sean Laveo and Trent Williams potentially out, which is a massive, massive... Uh, hurdle to overcome. That screams ugly to me. Yeah, it's it's not good. And here's a crazy stat. Greg Rosenthal tweeted it out uh, today. Washington have never had a lead change in their game this season. So they either have just led from start to finish or they've just been comprehensively just destroyed. You know what? When Greg doesn't put stats out a lot, but when he does... I mean, he's, he's great. He's having a... Like, his writing this season has been unbelievable. Uh, the debrief uh, column every week is awesome. So, yeah, i got nothing... But, Potential, uh, potentially the over. I just think Tampa Bay can put up points, and Washington are going to have to score points to keep up with Tampa Bay. This is this is this screams of a game where though now Alex Smith comes out and goes, "Hey, I'm legit. I'm still, <laughs> you know, I'm still here. I'm still here. I know what I'm doing." Yeah. I don't know. It's so weird. Uh, Paul Richardson out for the season as well, so another weapon lost. Oh no, who's uh, <laughs> New England minus six and a half at Tennessee. Total is forty six and a half. Josh, you have a play on this game. Yep. I do. What is it? <laughs> it is the New England Patriots. Minus six and a half? Mm-hmm. Why? Um, hang on. I've got numbers here to back me up. I'm just trying to find them. Hold on a second. While you do that, I will talk about Daryl and the Stats Insiders model uh, play here. Small lean to Tennessee plus... Oh, it's a, um, no, no, no. It's only a small lean. 3%. 3%. So not, uh, not a uh, play. Uh, if it gets to plus seven, it'll likely be an orange play. 
Um, if you were betting Kelly, you'd play the Tennessee money line with a 3% edge here uh, towards the Tennessee money line here at home. Um, I thought Mariota had his best game of the season against Dallas in the second half. He's starting to look composed because I Finally. feel like... The, don't you think that like, the pressure's kind of off him a little bit? Now it is. Yeah. I feel like it was it was building up. Yeah. But that was a good performance, so I don't know. It's it's. By the way... I was uh, done on Mariota. I was like, he's done. He's cooked. And then... And then he has that game. He, oh, this like going back to Oregon. It was kind of the same thing. He'd have games where you'd be like, "Oh, this is the perfect moment for him to just rip this defense apart." He'd have an average game, and you're yep. like, "Maybe he's not cut out for the pros." And then, yeah, yeah. Um, there was a screen pass in that Titans game that was just I can't I can't remember Dion who, Lewis one. Yeah. Well, oh, sneaky Dion Lewis revenge game and Malcolm Butler revenge game. Hold off till the fantasy yeah. podcast. Okay. Um. Well, yeah. Sorry, just screamed. Really, you were really loud there. Just uh, scre- you screamed into <laughs> your car stereo. Everyone, everyone that's fallen asleep is now awake. Yeah, your Thank AirPods you. may have just yeah. blown out. Whatever. <laughs> um, you know the the so two stats. The Patriots straight up are six and one in their last seven road games. Yep, and are fifteen and five against the spread in their last twenty road games. So they're good against is the that spread. Good? <laughs> no, it's good. No, it's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I like that. I also like the fact that. The Titans are coming off such a high. The, yep. the, the, short week. Short week, coming off such a high. That was a big like, hey, look. We're still we're in this sti- we're, we're still, still the we're, we're legit. This is our state. Blah, 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 you blah, know, blah. We're still the fourth best team in the South. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was against the Cowboys. Yeah. So get over it. Yeah. And the Patriots just yeah. beat the Packers. So, yeah. I don't know. I like the Patriots. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. I, I don't mind the Pats either. I just... Yeah, it's and that was without Gronk and Sonny Michelle. Yeah, yeah, it was the textbook sort of Patriots win. They didn't look great for ages. They get the fumble in the fourth quarter and just run away with run away with it. Belichick, uh, there's some good audio footage of him and Aaron Rodgers talking. That was uh, they had him mic'd up for that game. It was pretty cool. Yeah, and he, he like a lot of it was just him calling out. All right, it's third and nine. It's yeah. whatever. It's like uh, so he's just so good. Uh, all right, Miami at Green Bay. Um, it's it's good to see Belichick on camera because normally he's behind the camera recorder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miami at Green Bay. Green Bay minus nine and a half. Total is forty seven and a half. I will note. I just need to check. I did these odds yesterday. If this has gone to ten, it's a little bit of a difference. You can get ten at some places if you like the plus. Shop around. That's a that's a bit of a gap between you know nine and a half and ten. Uh, Daryl has nothing of note here in this game from the models perspective. Have you got any thoughts on this one? No, there was an average performance from Rodgers last week. Miami. I thought he was the best quarterback on the field. Actually, Julian Edelman was, actually, if you look at the passer rating. If you do. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and Miami, I'm just not betting on Miami, so. Okay, I like Green Bay minus nine. By the way, we got got screwed with Miami the other week on Thursday night football, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Brocktober. Brocktober's over, okay? They were terrible. They had 168 yards last week, seven first downs in the entire game, and they won 13-6. That is unbelievably how bad, unbelievable how bad they were. It was, it was shocking. That was terrible. Um, basically, Sam Darnold just capitulated, and that's how they won that game with just Isn't stupid this line errors. at ten now? It's ten at most places. But uh, I did the article for the Stats Society yesterday, and uh, we took Green Bay minus nine and a half. Come so on, man. we, we got to give it to them as it is. As it is, can you shop around though? I feel like you can get nine and a half. The money will come back. Um, <laughs> At the 10, probably not. Um, but, yeah, if you can get 9.5 anywhere, I would definitely consider taking it. Um, but, yeah, shop around. Keep an eye out. The, if the line bounces back to under 10, I feel like Green Bay minus 9.5 is a good play. It's going to be cold. Apparently, it's going to be the coldest game of the week. 
Miami are used to hot, humid conditions. They're going to struggle up in the north. I feel like after two tough losses to the Pats and the Rams, this is a game that Rodgers comes out and makes a statement. God, he has to. Yep. Um, they need a win here. They need to keep alive with the Bears and the Vikings. I'm just looking around, seeing if I can shop for some juicy prices. <laughs> okay, Jacksonville at Indianapolis. Indy, minus three against the Jags. Total is 47. Uh, nothing here from the model. Um, plus three is probably about right. Um, there's no real edges, just ones and two percents really. So if, obviously, if it moves either way, then um, that would shift uh, the models. You know, if it shifts to two and a half or three and a half, uh, that would obviously change things. There, I like the under forty-seven and a half. I feel like this is going to be Indy's toughest test um, in terms of defense. They are, they have been great at home. You've um, got nine and a half at Betty's. There you go, nine and a half. Stay so on there it. There you go. The price uh, is going down though. Yep. Most places it's ten. Okay, so, but yes, I, I like the under. I feel like it's going to be a tough slog. Um, it's going to be a lot of running the ball. Marlon Mack has been great. Le- uh, Leonard Fournette's back for the Jags. Huge addition, by the way. Indie defense has been pretty um, sneaky decent the last few weeks. Uh, Darius Leonard is a beast. So I like under 47. Uh, yeah, I like the under. Uh, mate, you're the expert. I'm not the expert. I'm just... Oh, no, you're the AFC South expert Yep, between us. <laughs> <laughs> in this room. <laughs> yeah. No. Nothing for you? No. Nah. Okay. Because I can't read the Jags anymore. Yeah, I, I used to think they were great. Either. And the Colts, uh, still the Colts, have been the same team all year, I feel. Like, they ha- they've, like, been unlucky in some cases. They've been poor in others. And I just think they've yeah. been the same team the entire season. And we know what we're getting from them. But I don't know what I'm getting from yeah. the Jags. I feel like the Colts have been a lot better last two weeks. But, again, they've played Oakland and Buffalo. So, it's hard to take too much into it. But if you actually look at Buffalo, a lot of teams have really struggled offensively, and I think Luck actually had the best performance of any quarterback against Buffalo this season. So that's something to notice. Frank Reich, what a guy. You heard it here first, Guy. Andrew Luck was the best quarterback against the Bills this year. Mate, please, the Bills' defense is... You... (laughs) Did you swear? (laughs) (laughs) One way to really skew a... uh, a you know, hey, Buffalo are a top 10 rated DVOA. They're second on defense in DVOA. Come mm. on, mate. Anyway. They're outstanding. Yep, please. Aaron Rodgers only managed one against one touchdown. Tom didn't have any. Come on, please. Yeah. Uh, all right, Detroit at Chicago. Chicago minus six and a half. Can get seven some places. 45 is the total. Um, yeah, I, I don't like anything. I do love Detroit normally as a dog. Um, I do like kind of fading Trubisky. Oh, you know what? Didn't didn't I do that last week? Who? I swear I had Detroit as a dog last week. Yeah, not good. Yeah. Not good. Off that um, train. So Detroit plus six and a half is a tiny lean um, in the Stats Insider model. Not an orange play yet, but if it does get to plus seven, um, it probably will be an orange play. Plus seven and a half will certainly it, be an orange play. I can't play. see it getting to seven no, with like the absences they had. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh. Detroit are without Golden Tate. I don't know why. Like I know they're trying to get Golladay and Marvin Jones more touches, but now you're playing TJ Jones. By the way, or... super dumb. By the way, just Detroit is super dumb. I don't have numbers in front of me right now, but going into the season, targeting Golden Tate in all my fantasy leagues. Yeah. Because it was all about He's good for ninety catches and they were all talking about down, his like... his catches are going to go down and things like that. But the stats said actually otherwise. So mm. I just. Poor, yeah, I don't know. Poor. But yeah, I'm, good, I'm, avo- I'm probably avoiding this play, uh, this game altogether. I think uh, we all are across the board. I'll delete uh, it. For Arizona you. at Kansas City. 
Kansas City 16 and a half point favorites here. This is the biggest spread Get out your um, of the season. Uh, the total is 49 and a half. The last uh, team favored by, I think, 16 or more was the Minnesota Vikings, who lost at home to the Buffalo Bills. That's still one of the most bizarre games of the season. Just when you look look back, truly, truly bizarre. How do you like take anything into that game? I don't know. Uh, nothing across the board here from Daryl and the Stats Insider model. Um, even with the mass, massive 16.5-point line, if it gets to 17 or 17.5, that could be interesting to see what the model does. But um, given the big spread, um, normally it's uh, like you know green lit when you get a big spread like this, but nothing at all uh, from the model. If you want if you want free money, essentially, yep. it's paying about, what, $0.05 cents or something at the moment? Yep. So last decade, 21 teams have been favoured by 16 or more. Yep. Only one has won outright. And yep. that was the Bills this year. Yeah. So that's insane. <laughs> yep. Um, but still, against the spread, it's been quite a bit different. Um, what is it? So it's eight, twelve, and one. So it's actually the other. Wow. So the underdog has covered more. So oh, that's... I see what you mean. The favorite is eight, twelve, and one. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Got, sorry, got me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's where my onions are hanging. They're hanging in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I think I wanted to say Arizonian. Yeah, I know what you're trying to do. Um, wow, so that's a lot of... Uh, Arizonians. I'm putting my sunglasses on. Yeah, wow. Um, yeah, no, it's not so much that I think Arizona are good. I just think 16 and a half, 17 points in some places is ridiculous. Yeah, I think it's pretty big. Arizona still a top 10 rated DVOA defense. Uh, Josh Rosen. Oh, that seems hey, that makes them mad. Without Mike McCoy, offense way better. You hang too many hats on DVOA. I love DVOA. It's just makes me bank, bro. Um, but yeah, no, I I do think no, but Arizona's defense has been a lot better. They just have failed so bad offensively that it's put their team in just such bad situations. Yeah. But now Mike McCoy's gone. I feel like the offense is going to get better. They played well in the fourth quarter with jo- with Leftwich as their coordinator. Um, I believe in Rosen. I feel like he's been oh, copping yeah. way too much. So, so do I. Yeah, um, and this is probably the best, worst just, defense they're gonna they face so far. I still hate it when young, talented quarterbacks are put in positions like this. Yeah, it's, it's just it's the just, worst. Yeah, How do you think you're gonna? Josh, su- both Joshes are just. You dead. can't succeed in the NFL as a franchise if you think, oh, we'll just sacrifice everything and get our franchise quarterback. That's it. You need something. That's why yeah. Dak went so well in his first season because yeah. he had pieces around him, and same with. Uh, Derek Carr in his first year and things yeah. like that. Just got to keep. Yeah, it's, yeah. You need good coaching but as well. When, like you yeah, need Wentz like, and Goff at, now. They've yeah, got like yeah. they've got pieces around. Them. Yeah, yeah, it's whatever. crazy. Um, yeah, I don't mind the six and a half. I'm just avoiding completely because Kansas City. I, I've just just burnt so much cash on KC this year. Um, I'll just wait for the I feel playoffs like I've and been bet against them. Picking KC. Yeah, you've, been, like, you've been pretty good. All right, I'm gonna. I'm, we should go I'm, team I'm by team record. Arizona. We should should trek back and look at our team by team record. But, we should do. Uh, Chargers at Oakland, ten points. A lot of big, like double digit uh, spreads this week, which is interesting. I, I guess that's because of all those. We both like this. Favorites cover. Don't yeah, love it. We <laughs> we've we've seen too many Chargers games. Be and and last week it ruined us. We had the over. Can I just say it also? Cardinals coming off a bye. Yes, worth noting. Two weeks to prepare for Andy Reid and Mahomes. So, 
Um, but yeah, the charges like last week we were on the over. There was eight points in missed kicks, and they, and it fell short by seven. Mm-hmm. So that's you know just stuff like that. We've seen too many times special teams on the charges let us down. But here they are traveling to the Coliseum as ten point favorites. Total forty nine and a half. They they completely controlled that game against Seattle, and then still somehow gave Seattle opportunity to to come back in that game. But uh, I thought that was an impressive win from the Chargers. I don't really want to take the Chargers here as bad as Oakland are and as bad as I want to just absolutely bet against them because of what they did to us last week. It's an avoid for me. And that's kind of why I think the bookies <laughs> have set the line as it is. I think it's perfect. I think, I the, think, number, it, I think the number's perfect. It's a great trick. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, it's great. It's... it's, it's you know what? Put me on chart. Nah. <laughs> uh, under under forty nine and a half is an orange play here for the model. Uh, I I don't. This bet is gross. I don't disagree with that. This um, bet is gross. How are Oakland going to score against the Chargers? D. I don't know. How are Oakland function? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's another great question. Yeah. Uh, I I that game. If Oakland either wins or covers convincingly and only loses by say two three points. I don't know how I'm going to judge them moving forward. I kind of feel like I just I've wiped them off the board already. Yeah. The, the question and we'll discuss it in the other podcast is the future of the Raiders, but we'll we'll discuss Las it. Vegas. Uh Seattle at the Rams, <laughs> another 10-point favorite. The Rams are 10-point favorites at home against the Seahawks after suffering their first loss of the season. The total is 51 and a half. Nothing worth noting here from the model and Daryl here. Um zeros and 1% edges across the board, so nothing worth learning. I like Seattle plus 10. Um, I feel like that number is insane, um, and there's some stats here, I think. So this is, uh, Russell Wilson's never been more than a 7.5-point underdog in the NFL, and he's actually 10-1 and one against the spread when he's been an underdog of more than 3 points, so 3.5 or more. And then when he's favored by more than 7 points, he's a flawless 3-0 and against the spread. You also remember that Aaron Rodgers covered the spread um, when he was the largest underdog of his career just two weeks ago against the Rams in a similar spot. Um, at the Coliseum, and the Rams actually haven't covered in four of their pre- previous five games so far, so um, that's worth noting, and I just think the Seahawks, like, they were on a 4-1 four and, four and one run against the spread um, until they ran into the Chargers, um, so I do think they've improved dramatically since they played last month, and they only lost by two points. I know they're not at home this time, but 10 points just seems insane to me, given that they're division rivals, and they normally play each other pretty tough, regardless of any situation. Yeah, I agree um, with everything but your bet. I <laughs> I like your analysis, yeah. but I don't like how Seattle tech, like actually matches up against the Rams. There's a lot. I mean, not teams, not many teams do match up well yeah. against the Rams. But I don't know at the Rams. I don't know. I I don't like it. I to be honest, if I had to pick, I would side with you. Yep. But I don't love it. Beauty of free speech is you don't have to gamble on every game. Yeah. God bless Australia. Just All right, <laughs> Dallas at Philly. Philly minus six and a half. I love that if there was, a, you know, I'm you just going to... bet on every game. Nah, Uganda. Yeah. I'm just going with Uganda. I don't know why. Yeah. And they're like, Gamble. please pick. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Dallas at Philly. Philly minus six and a half. Um, it's actually moved to seven at some other places. So this is an interesting one, but I feel like there's a lot of time between now and then. So this will bounce around and hover around that number. Um, so, you know, all weekend. Totals 43. Uh, over 43 is an orange play here for Daryl and the Stats Insider model, which I don't mind. Um, it is quite a low total here, but you know Dallas have been pretty stingy on defense, and Philly, a lot of their games at home have been low scoring, but uh, we both like Philly minus 6.5 here, so 
I feel like they could really make a statement here in this game. So I do think if the total is going over and Philly are going to cover, um, the two will probably correlate there. Um, so uh, I don't mind the uh, overplay from Daryl there. But yeah, Philly minus six and a half. Philly minus six and a half at home, coming off a bye, playing Dallas, who are, there's so many stories coming out. No, I support the coach. No, I don't care about my future. Do you ever worry about blah, blah, blah. that though when teams are back like that into a corner? Not bit. when it's a team with no weapons by Elliot. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Amari was good last week, but it's not solving your problems. You're not, it's not solving your play calling. Yeah. Mm. Man, All right, what, that was too harsh on the weapons thing, but. Yeah, no, no, I get it. It, there, yeah, no, it, I'm not yeah, being okay. too harsh. Man, Elliot's, no, the, Elliot's a gun. Yeah. Cooper is. Fine. Is it's, adequate. It's fine. Is but, adequate. But obviously they, didn't think highly of their weapons, otherwise they wouldn't have traded for Amari. So outside of Amari, yes, the, the weapons have not been great. Yeah, they really miss thirty-eight-year-old Jason Witten. Yeah, they genuinely do. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> who is a better wide receiver, Amari Cooper or Golden Tate? Right now, Golden Tate. Long term, who knows? Of, but, yeah, like of course, shelf life in obviously. ten years. But would, I, the... but would I rather give up a fourth rounder for Golden no, Tate? We've had or, this discussion. Well, yeah, I know, I know, I know, but still. But what a perfect week for the Eagles, though, right? So they return home from London after after winning. They traded for Golden Tate to give Carson Wentz yet another weapon. They had plenty of time to rest up on their bye week and get healthy. And then they watched both Dallas and Washington get absolutely embarrassed at home. And now they're you know in a prime spot now to make a, a big second half run, similar to what they did last season. Um, this and, is and, prime time game, isn't it? Yeah, this is it. Like oh, this man. is yeah, this is it. I'm I, taking Monday the off. The Eagles are gonna kill them. No yeah, one listens I mean, I mean, from work. Philly right? minus six and a half. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, I like it. Um, Cowboys have been absolutely dreadful on offense away from home. Even at home, they've been dreadful, but even worse away from home. Um, so, yeah, Philly. Uh, I feel like that's going to be our lock of the week, but we'll uh, preview New York Giants at San Fran. San Fran, a minus three. Nick Mullins, um, the all-pro future Hall of Famer, named uh, the starter for the 49ers. The total is 44. Nothing major from the stats inside a model here. San Fran minus three is a tiny lean, but there's plenty of time before this one to sort of chop and change. I kind of like the Giants plus three and a half. How do you read either of these teams? I don't know. I, like, I, how do you take anything know, from Mullins and you got no idea? Like, yeah. the Giants... Well, that's what I mean. When, if you're getting more than a field goal on two probably evenly talented teams right now, I, I would just... And, in a vacuum, like, now that you've got some tape on Mullins and you, there's no more surprises about Mullins. Like, you've seen him now. I don't know. I still, nah. Yeah. I still think you need a few weeks of a true, quarterback. That is true, but I feel like Except it's better him. than like at least coming out as a complete surprise. Like you at least have something. I wonder if defenses just go, oh, nah, don't worry about it. You can have the week off. It's Peterman. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. But uh, yeah, I I don't want to. I don't know how. What a stinker for a primetime game, by the way. Thanks for another Giants primetime game. Thanks, NFL. Please. They were really expecting them to be something. Weren't they? I mean, Saquon's fun and all, but like, Christ, I don't want to see like twelve screen passes to the guy. He's going to win Rookie of the Year by catching a thousand screen passes. It's unbelievable. You reckon he's actually going to win Rookie? Probably. Of the year? All the quarterbacks keep tripping over each other and <laughs> throwing picks and getting knocked out. It's a shame because last year was so exciting, and it was like you had you had running backs and yeah, yeah who knows? Um, so nothing on that. Um, we'll come back with our lock of the week. There are touchdowns, and then there are... Touchdown! Oh my goodness! 
experience a true touchdown with a Stats Insider premium subscription. That's NFL predictions and value plays for every game, giving you the ultimate edge against the bookies. Touchdown in every way possible this season. Head to statsinsider.com.au and start your free trial today. Gamble responsibly. That If that ad doesn't get you psyched up. It doesn't. Well, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. All right. Uh, yeah, I feel like Philly minus six and a half, probably our lock of the week. Yeah. I'm um, kind of spoiled it before the What do you intro, think? So no suspense. What do you think, 3D? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how That is it. a good pick. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, we get it to take advantage here, no Daryl. So we'll lock in uh, lock of the week for Philly, minus six and a half, primetime game for everybody. Um, so please check that out. Um, check out our article on Stats Insider for our five best plays this week. Um, and check out our college football article as well. And as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Woot and Y. Follow Josh on Twitter. At this is Woot. You can follow me at JYNFL, and you can follow Stats Insider on Twitter as well, at Stats Insider. And please check them out, and uh, we'll be back next week with all three of us on board.